I found out that Nintendo and Microsoft, they were going to come in town to promote their new consoles that was coming out in November. So I showed up with my tape recorder, because that's how I used to record my shows back then, <laughs> with my tape recorder and, uh, and my video camera. I showed up and they gave me media badges to both events. The first one was Microsoft. The second one was Nintendo. So I interviewed people that were in line. I interviewed the developers that worked on the game. I interviewed the execs that were also there interacting with the fans and everything. And at the end of the event, they surprised us with Xbox. I was like, wow, for free? They were like, yeah, this is for free for you guys. Thank you for, for coming to the event. I get a call saying, uh, oh, Microsoft inviting me to go to their launch in New York City. Toys R Us, Times Square in New York City. That store doesn't even exist anymore over there. Yeah. But So I showed up at the event and they took us downstairs and they told us, okay, you guys are going to be playing and interacting with Bill Gates. I was like, whoa, what the? This is crazy. <laughs> From cave drawings to family histories to stories around the fire, humans crave order among chaos, connection amid isolation. So we tell stories. Our mission at the Storytellers Network is to bring the art of story to the masses. Whether you're in marketing, you're an entrepreneur, or you're developing your own personal brand, telling your story effectively can make the difference between celebrating milestones and collecting unemployment. The Storytellers Network strives to help storytellers tell their stories so you can learn from the best. Now, your host, the inbound evangelist himself, Dan Moyle. And welcome to the Storytellers Network Podcast. I'm so glad you're joining me today for this episode. Because today, we hear from Gamertag Radio founder and co-host Danny Pena. This guy is a legend in the podcast world. I am stoked to have him on the Storytellers Network. See, uh, since 2001, Danny has been at the forefront of the internet video game community building. Starting an internet radio show back before podcasts were even really a thing. In fact, Danny is such a legend, he was inducted into the Podcasters Hall of Fame in the inaugural class, so to speak. Uh, he's also been a keynote speaker at PodFest Multimedia Expo. He's toured the world. This guy just is an evangelist for the gaming community. And he's, he and his team has also recorded more than 1,000 episodes of their podcast, Gamer Tag Radio. Uh, it's about 750 numbered episodes plus a whole lot more that they just put out there without numbers on them so over a thousand uh just amazing so gamer tag radio is his show and today podcasting legend danny pena shares with the storytellers network his story that's oh so good uh now before we get into the conversation today just a reminder to find us online at the storytellersnetwork.com for more episodes for resources on how to tell your story better and how to contact us so all that's out there and if you like what we're doing please consider leaving us a review. It helps us to reach new storytellers. Now, let's get to the stories. So there you go. So Danny Pena joining me today, uh, a legend in podcasting. In fact, a member of the inaugural class of the Podcast uh, Hall of Fame, if I'm correct, right? Yep, you got it right. You got it right. <laughs> well, hey, man, yeah. thanks for uh, spending time with the Storytellers Network, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for the invite, man. Yeah. Thanks for so, the invite. So I love the idea that storytellers can be in any genre, in any location, you don't have to be in some kind of giant mecca for storytelling, so to speak, right? So mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about that to start off with. Where where are you right now and where do you do your storytelling from? Well, I'm originally from New York City. I was born and raised over there. Um, but I'm, right now I'm in Miami. I've been here since like 92. 
so yeah, I've been here for, for a couple of years, man. So when I started my, my first radio show, because I started in 2001, it was an internet radio show. I did that. I started doing that in New York City. And then Gamertag Radio in 2005, I started doing it here in Miami, Florida. So you've been doing podcasting since before it was called podcasting. <laughs> yep. Yep. At that time it was uh 56 K modem, all that stuff. <laughs> Man, that's awesome. Yeah. And, yeah. and do you think of yourself as a storyteller when it comes to podcasting? Uh, at first, no, cause I was just doing it for fun. Right. But then once I, throughout the years, I was like, man, I got to share my story of like the stuff that I've been doing throughout the years. Cause I would love to inspire other people. Um, so that's when I started speaking, uh, like maybe three, four, three, four years ago, I started speaking about how I started with, with the show and my life as a podcaster. So yeah, now I, I do consider myself as a, a storyteller for sure. And I, and on your show then, I mean, you're, you're talking about um, the, the, the gamer life and games mm-hmm. in particular and technology, that kind of stuff. But do you also share stories about what you're doing with those games and people who are really, you know, big in the world kind of a thing? Yeah, definitely. We, well, what we usually do is we're known as a podcast that we travel a lot. Uh, we go to like a lot of studios and uh, we get to meet like the, the people involved with the game, the producers, the marketing, PR folks, right? So what, what we do is when we go to the studio, we love to hear the behind the scenes stories, how it is, how it is working on a product. Because, you know, from the outside, someone that just love playing games, they don't really know the work that all these uh, people that have been working on this game, they put in like behind the scenes. So we, we love doing that. We love talking to the developers and the producers, man, to, to share their stories of how it is behind the scenes. I'm working on a, on a game or, or, or in a product. So I think it's important. I think it's, uh, it's something for us to, to learn. And, and if, if definitely if you want to be part of an industry like, like gaming, you will, know, you will know more about it, man. So kind of a story sharer. Yeah. Storyteller kind of thing. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you empower others to tell their stories. So what's one of your favorite moments um, in this world so far that you've said, you know, you get to go tell somebody else's story or be at a, at a company or do something with a particular game. Do you have a favorite? Yeah, I have a lot. Uh, but <laughs> the one, the one that stood out back when I first started, um, one of my friends, uh, she attended this event. There was MTV and Xbox. They were going to revealed like a brand new product, a brand new console. So they recorded this on the Thursday, I believe, Thursday night. So then Friday morning, I found out about this and I contacted them. Is it possible for, for you and your friends to be on our podcast to talk about this event? So she went, she came on with a couple of friends and they basically spilled the beans, right? So originally this, this show, they were going to air it on MTV like a week later. But we got the scoop the next day. So we posted a podcast, not knowing what was going to happen. We're like, all right, it's cool. You know, she spilled the beans about the event. You know, she talked about the new console from Xbox and everything. And this episode ended up all over media outlets. Major, major, major media outlets. CNN picked it up. IGN picked it up. It was everywhere. And the audio was only up for like maybe 30 minutes. And I (laughs) I got a call from Microsoft saying, hey, Danny, can you please... Uh, delete this audio don't put it up put it up after we air this episode on mtv because uh you know we want to keep this as a surprise and i didn't know i was just freaking out like oh man i don't want to i don't want my friends to get in trouble so i took it off but it was already too late because the listeners they already had it in different sites uh the, the audio so it was like it was too late man, oh, man. <laughs> but that's cool that one is cool another one is 
just interviewing like the the, the execs from different companies and stuff and uh, that's pretty cool getting that opportunity man because a lot of people don't know don't know them like that you know so sometimes when when we sit down with with a developer or an exec they feel comfortable because to me i want the person that we're interviewing want them to be comfortable during the interview so maybe they will release some some more about more stories about themselves instead of just keeping everything to themselves you know what i'm saying so yeah uh, I think it's important to, to do that, man. Super, super important. Now, do you find when you talk about executives, you know, I, I think of the gaming world. If, if I've done, I've played some games. I'm not nearly as, as, uh, as well-versed as yourself and your, and your co-hosts and everybody. But I, but I play games. I mean, I love the old school Nintendo. I love a little bit of Xbox, this kind of thing. So I think of executives as like, if it was music execs, they're, they're the buttoned-up suits, the kind of the bad guy of that world. It doesn't sound like they are, though, necessarily, right? I mean, they, are they nah, kind of nah. Nah, they they're yeah, the ones that we interviewed, they're gamers, they know about the business. I learned a lot from them too. Yeah. And you know, sometimes us as gamers, we get frustrated about certain things and we mention that to to the people that we interview and they tell us why they're doing it. Sometimes we we don't know how it is behind the scenes, but by them telling us, we learn a lot from them. So I think it's important, man. I think it's really cool to do that, man, to sit down and, and interview all these uh, execs, you know. So la- not last year, but throughout the years, we had we had uh, Jay Allard, Phil Spencer, Peter Moore. D- these are like legends, legends in, in the gaming world. You know, we, only, we, we also had no- uh, Nolan Bushnell, the creator of Atari. I had him last wow. year on our podcast, you know, with him. Man, I, I'll never forget this, man. With him, I was super excited because I was dying to say thank you to him, man. Because that's he's the reason why I started I started gaming because my grandmother bought me an Atari 2600. So I, I was telling him that story about about that, and, and, and the conversation was super cool, man. He was like, ah, oh, well, thank you for your grandmother, man. You know, I'm I'm just trying to I'm just trying to build my business, man. You know, <laughs> back in the days, you know, so. So it's cool. I think it's super cool, man. That's awesome. It's it's nice to be able to talk to your heroes and it, and it works out well, right? Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. That's cool. Well, what do you what do you love about stories? When, when you're talking to the executives, you're talking to him, you're talking to other gamers. What is it about story that you love? Uh, learn from their experience. Mm. Uh, learn from their mistakes. Uh, maybe the things that I learned from them, I want to make it better for for our podcast and for our business, you know? So uh, I mentioned this a lot. I think it's important to learn the history about anything that you're into. Let's say you're into hip hop, learn about hip hop. How was it back in the days? How was it the struggle back in the days for all these artists to try to get their, their songs out there because they were not getting, they were not getting no radio play. Right. Um, Stuff like that. But learning from that, you appreciate the stuff that they've done in the past. Um, and I take that same stuff that I learned from the music industry. I do the same exact thing with podcasting and video games. You know, right now it, it's super easy to just record a show and just put it out there. Right. But the hard part is getting people to listen to your show. Right. So every time I speak, I always mention this, like I'll go to the stores, pass out flyers, uh, where, when there's like a, a big event coming out, a game coming out at retail stores. And I, I interact with, the with the gamers that are in line and i tell them all about gtr or interview them and they get so excited that they tell their friends they tell their family members and that's how we got our name out there and um i always mention i get out of your house and and, and talk to other people man you probably yeah. it probably will help your your podcast you know go to events network don't just sit in front of the camera or behind the microphone and, and that's it right and that's it get out yeah. of the house no <laughs> 
Now, do you, so I, so we met at PodFest, so I know that you're there, that you're there speaking this kind of thing and you're running either a panel or you're, you're a keynote or you're something, but do you still go out to those lines and interact with that grassroots effort? Yeah, I, I do. Not as much as before. Um, Cause you know, through, throughout the years, technology has been changing. So it's easy now for the gamer to just download the game from the systems at the house, you know, but we do, we still do go to events like, um, like PAX, we go to uh, E3 or we go to private events that the, the companies will invite us. So we've been out of the country, like the UK, mm-hmm. um, where else we've been to, to France. We plan to go maybe in the future to other places too that I'm, I'm excited about. So yeah, th- I mean, it's different now. Now it's a little different because of that, man. Cause of the whole, I could just download the game from home. I don't need to go out, you know, but there's yeah. still gamers still out like in the stores, man. So that's cool. Um, how do you think that uh, social media, so you talked a little bit about technology. How do you think that social media affects storytelling, whether it's through the, the podcasting or, or whether it's, you know, an author maybe or a gamer that wants to tell their story. How does social media kind of like mess that up or help it or what does it do? No, I, I think it helped. It, it, it helped in a way where it's easier now to see it out there. Um, before it was a lot harder because there was no social media. Mm-hmm. So when I started, it was all forms. That's how we were trying to uh, talk about our stories, so our experiences through forms. But now with social media, it's it's a lot easier now, man. Just imagine, imagine when there was no MySpace, no Facebook, no Twitter, no YouTube. Yeah, that was tough. What that do you, was what tough. Do you do? Like, yeah, it's super tough. Yeah. Uh, flyers at, at lines, I guess, right to get the word out. I mean, that's yeah, what it comes yeah. Out to, so I mean, that's, yeah. yeah, I mean, I have this cool story i um i'm a huge fan of the old school old school games like i know you said that you play nintendo super nintendo so super nintendo to me is one of like one of my favorite consoles that one and, and the dreamcast mm-hmm. from back in the days so nintendo they're releasing a like a classic version of that of that system the super nintendo classic so i went to best buy I woke up at three o'clock in the morning and I was like, man, probably there's not going to be no people in line, but I'm just going to go early because the previous console is sold out. It was really hard to find. So I ended up going over there. There was like maybe 60, 50 people in line already at four o'clock in the morning at Best Buy. So I started hanging out there, waiting in line. You know, the store opened up like around 10. So I started talking to people that were in line and I, and I explained to them, you know, stuff about the industry. And one of them was like, man, you know your stuff, man. Like, wow what is it that you do? And I told him, uh, I'm a podcaster. And I told him my story about how, how we uh, launch our show and everything. And I got my system already at 10 o'clock, 1030 or so. I got my system. I was waiting for my fiance outside. And the guy that I was talking to and another person too, he was like, he was close to us in line. He came up to me in front outside in his car and he was like hey what's your name of your podcast and i go oh gamer tag radio he's like okay he's searching on his phone he's like all right man, i'm gonna listen to it right now and he left to drive and listen to our show i'm like oh snap <laughs> that's pretty that's cool awesome. but but if it wasn't for me telling my story to him about about the show that would have not happened you know so yeah. that connection with face-to-face with people i think is uh it's something that we need to do more it's all about relationships right i mean that's what it comes yeah. down to i hear you saying yeah Mm-hmm. So, so if we go back to your, to your beginnings of, of, of everything you've got going on, you know, I was, uh, of course, if you, if you search for, for you online, you, you Google you, you find you, of course. And one of the mm-hmm. pictures that I saw was you in front of the CBS radio um, logo. So you've, mm-hmm. it seems like have a pretty blessed life now. Like, 
things are going pretty well. It probably always wasn't like that though. So go back to the beginning, you know, the pre MySpace, the, the, again, out there on the pavement and everything else. What was it like starting a podcast or, or internet radio back then? I mean, did everybody look at you like you were crazy? Uh, actually, yes. <laughs> yes, because so originally, and I, for, for those who are listening to this show, uh, I, I want you to go right now after you finish it, listen to the podcast, go to this. Um, we released a documentary called Gamer Tech Radio, a podcast story. Um, it's free on YouTube. Go to story.gamertagradio.com, story.gamertagradio.com. And there's a history about, about us. It's a pretty cool documentary, so check it out. It's totally free. So back when I started, um, I originally wanted to launch a, a, an internet radio show back in 1997, 98. But uh, I was talking to my friends. This is the time when I used to be a music promoter. And the technology wasn't there. It was super expensive. We were planning to use the 56K modem through a real player uh, software back in the days and stuff. So I stopped. I'm like, you know, it's not going to happen. So then years later, in 2001, during the Sega Dreamcast days, this game came out called Fantasy Star Online. I became a huge fan of that game. So I was like, man, I want to still want to do this internet radio show because people could listen to it worldwide so i launched my show it was called pso radio at that time and i found this website called mp3.com mp3.com was for music artists so let's say you're an artist you have a lot of tracks a lot of songs there and every time somebody streams your music or download your music you get paid out of that so i was like man let me just do this. Who knows what can happen? Let me release my show through mp3.com. It's a, it's a free hosting website. Might as well just do it. So I did that. And the media picked it up. Like, oh, man, this the first uh, Fanny Star Online talk radio. Check it out, whatever. And it was everywhere. Hmm. And that helped me to get my first check because of the internet radio show back in 2001. My first check was $500 back then. Wow. Yeah. So, so then months later, you know, it was two months after 9-11, I was still in New York City. I found out that Nintendo and Microsoft, they were going to come in town to promote their new consoles that was coming out in November. So I showed up with my tape recorder, because that's how I used to record my shows back then, <laughs> with my tape recorder and, uh, and my video camera. I showed up and they gave me media badges to both events. The first one was Microsoft. The second one was Nintendo. So I interviewed people that were in line. I interviewed the developers that worked on the game. I interviewed the execs that were also there interacting with the fans and everything. And at the end of the event, they surprised us with Xbox. I was like, wow, for free? They were like, yeah, this is for free for you guys. Thank you for, for coming to the event. So after we were done, I took it home, started playing it. Like maybe a week later, I went to the Nintendo event. And then I get a call before that. I get a call saying uh, of Microsoft inviting me to go to their launch in New York City, Toys R Us, Times Square, in New York City. That store doesn't even exist anymore over there. Yeah. But um, this is the time where the store wasn't even done yet. They had to get permission from the city in order for them to open the store and to have this event. So I showed up at the event 
and they took us downstairs and they told us, okay, you guys are going to be playing and interacting with Bill Gates. I was like, whoa, what the, this is crazy. <laughs> so yeah, I, I got to meet Bill Gates. There's pictures online of your shirts, uh, uh, search and also in the documentary to talk about that and stuff, mm-hmm. but it was something that I was not expecting. And this was a time where podcasting didn't even existed. It was just me with my little tape recorder and they gave me the opportunity. It was something new and different at that time, you know? So it helped me, it helped me to, to network with, with a lot of companies. Yeah. So, so what I hear you saying too is don't be afraid to just go, go try. Um, especially if you're just starting out, whether you're young, like you were, or whether you're just young in the business, don't be afraid mm-hmm. to just go try stuff and you never know what you're going to happen. Right. Yeah, and, and what's important too, doesn't matter what type of equipment you have. I had a tape recorder. That's not the greatest equipment out there, you know? Right. And another thing too, the documentary that I, that, that I, I produced and edited the whole thing, um, shout out to Neil, he, Neil Gerlarte, he, yeah. uh, he worked on the intro and the outro of the movie. But I edited the whole movie using iMovie. And the reason why I did it using iMovie is to prove a point that it doesn't matter the software that you have. It doesn't matter the equipment that you have. What matters is the content. So start small. And once you get better and you get more income or more money, start investing on buying better mics and better equipment. You know? But start, start small. Don't start spending so much money on, on audio equipment. And you're like, I, I don't know. I think I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Say so start yeah. small. Uh, and, and there again, don't be afraid to just start, you know, um, start small and, and use any platform. I mean, do you see, so you've been doing podcasting since again, before it was podcasting. Um, you're also on social media, you have your website, you speak in front of people. Does any platform scare you at all? Or do you want to just try anything? I try every, every, I try anything because it's good to test it out to see if it works or not. It's not, you know, if, if it doesn't hurt to try, in other words. You know, so it's good. It's good to to test it out and try it out to see if it works for you. Maybe it will help you, right? It will help you and your, and your podcast. Um, so whether it's, you know, telling stories or sharing stories or doing that documentary, where do you find the inspiration to get up and actually story tell? Mm -hmm. Um, my family, my mom and my dad, especially they, since I was a kid, they always tell me stories of how, how they grew up. How was it for them living in Dominican Republic, um, you know, as as a young kid, as a teenager? And one of the things I learned from them, too, is that you got to keep on working hard no matter what and don't give up. Don't don't give up at all, because I think nowadays, you know, we have social media and everything and people are focusing so much about their numbers, their download numbers, how many followers they have that they they work so hard that they, they get burned out, maybe they don't feel like working anymore because they don't see results right away. And, you know, I've been doing this now for 13 years, 13 plus years and everything takes time. And that's the thing that I learned from my parents and my family, you know, things just doesn't show up like that. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, everything takes time. And I think that's the it's super important for us to, to promote that with our experience that we've been through, in our, you know, in our lives, just talk about that because we need to inspire other people too, man. So yeah, like I said, I learned a lot from my family, especially my mom and my dad. And do you have a favorite family story from them of whether it's the growing up in the Dominican Republic or just your stories from being a kid in New York city? 
Yeah. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> well, this is a cool one because I, my dad used to be a DJ, so he will DJ like all these house parties and stuff. Right. And I was always into radio for some reason. I was always messing with his equipment and everything. <laughs> so he was telling me a story when I was a kid that, uh, one of his friends lent him a, <laughs> lent him a, a speaker for him to, to have his party and everything. Right. So my dad did the party. It was awesome. He was sleeping. And I don't know what happened that me as a kid, I was just playing around with the speaker and I punched the speaker and I made a huge hole in the speaker. Right. So my dad, he woke up and he saw the hole. He's like, Oh my God, my friend's going to kill me. So my dad had to do this like last minute ghetto style, trying to fix it, put tape and all that stuff. So he returned the speaker to his friend and his friend never noticed about that. Oh man. So that That's a cool one. And that's another story too, that, um, you know, when I was a kid, I used to be super shy. I talked about this in the documentary too. Um, I had to do a presentation with my classmates while I was in kindergarten and each of us had a letter. We, we, we had to go up on stage, save the letter. And then you have to also mention, like, say like a, a sentence from that letter using that letter. Mm -hmm. So my letter was H, right? So they called everybody the letter, letter A, letter A went up and said, Oh, Apple, whatever. Or, you know, like things like that. Then it was yeah. B, C, D man. When they, when they called my letter H, I didn't want to get up, man. I was like, hell no, I'm not getting up. <laughs> and this is the time that I was like maybe six years old or so. Yeah. My, my mom and my dad, they were there and they they were disappointed, man. And the crowd, they were cracking up laughing. So I never forgot about that, man. I, I said to myself after that, that I'm never going to get shot again. Never going to get shot again because, dude, that was an opportunity for me to say something on the mic. And I didn't, I didn't get up because I was just too scared. I was frightened, right? But I bet you, if I've never got, been through that stuff, never been through that, through that, that, that experience, right, going through that, I, I think I would still would have been shy. Still. You know, I forced myself, like, no, that's it. Can't be shy again. You just got to go for it, man. And now you're speaking to people around the world and interacting with Bill yep. Gates and, like. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and look, when I, when I got inducted to the Hall of Fame, there was a thousand plus people there because it was during podcast movement in Dallas, Dallas, Texas, or you, Fort Worth, Dallas, Texas. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that, that dude, a lot of people will not get up man. a thousand plus people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, but uh, yeah, man, that, that was, that was cool. What, what was that like to be inducted as an inaugural class of the hall of fame for podcasting? Mm -hmm. It was special to me because, you know, being the first Latino, the first um, gaming podcast, um, and also the, like, the first group to get inducted to, to the Hall of Fame, it's good because I went through a lot in my life, man. When, the, when I started the podcast with no money, traveling to events with, with only $20, um, it was good. It, I think it was all worth it, man. All the, all the opportunities I've been getting throughout the years – um, the awards, uh, the the Hall of Fame, speaking, um, traveling, all that was because I never gave up, man. And I want to share that to people, man. That's why I made that documentary because I want I want to inspire uh, the, now the future, the next generation of content creators, for all, for them also to to come up with something cool and new, man. That's gonna help the industry, man. Yeah, you know. It so 
and do you see do you see a kind of you use the word just now content creators um i talk about storytellers but it's more than just telling stories it's content creation right is that what you see it as yep, yep. i say it like that too man yeah I definitely that's cool see that. mm-hmm. that's cool um so you've, you've mentioned uh bill gates you've mentioned the, the obviously we talked about the, the hall of fame has there been a, one point where you kind of looked around and thought man i really kind of made it in this world in some way um that, that you can really point to yeah there was well okay so the tw- 20 this was in 2015 2015 there was a lot of things going i think that was like the most craziest year for us out of, throughout the whole years of, of gamer tag radio that year you know itunes features on the front page for the first time in 10 years hmm. within minutes i got a call from cbs radio saying that they wanted to sign us to be part of the network um, that year, I also find out that, you know, I was getting inducted to the Hall of Fame. That year also, I went to E3 in California. And, you know, because of the, the, the deal that we have with CBS Radio, we could go to any radio station and record there. Mm. So we booked, we booked a radio station, like a studio, studio session for us to, to record our episodes during our, one of the biggest coverage ever for us. And going there for the first time with my crew, man, that was like a cool moment. I, we were all like looking around, like couldn't believe it. And I, I stopped everyone. I was like, yo, let's take a picture because this is like a, a special moment for us, man. Mm-hmm. Let's take advantage of this moment and, and let's take a picture. We'll talk about it in the future, man. You know, so that I think that that 2015 was just like crazy, crazy for us, man. You know, so um, it was cool. And also next week, we're planning to announce um, something about GTR. I can't really say what it is just yet, but I think it's going to be good, man. Change is good. And I think it's going to be uh, a very important announcement for us too. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so you know, you've, you've talked a lot about your story about kind of how you got here, but if, if somebody's listen, if whoever's listening to the storytellers network right now and thinking, man, I want that. What would be one piece of advice to you'd give somebody young in the business, whatever that looks like to, to get to where you are today? besides getting out of your house, which I think is super important, um, work hard and never give up. Don't, don't try to force people to listen to your content. Let them come to you. It's the same thing that I've been saying for years is find your community, go to the streets, go to different meetup events, go to conferences or, or conventions that of your, of your, the thing that you're into your hobby, right? Go there and meet people, man. Find your community because right now there's so much content creators. How are you going to stand out if you're just posting online all your content online and that's it? I think by you going out, you're going to stand out from, from the rest of the people that are just staying home. You know, so mm-hmm. get out of your house, man. Work hard and never give up. Everything takes time. <laughs> Strong work ethic and, and networking and, and real networking, right? Relationships. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Not spamming, not spamming. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> not but, but just talk to people, man. Uh, just talk to people. Don't, don't, don't force them to listen to your show. That's good, Danny. I like that. I appreciate that. Um, how do you think, how do you think virtual reality is going to change content creation and gaming? Is it, and maybe it's different answers, but I mean, what's, mm-hmm. what's coming? Like VR is amazing. What do you, what does that make you think of? I love VR, right? But as a gamer, I haven't really seen anything special that is going to change my mind about VR. Like, I think it's still, still too early. Um, 
when, when it comes to VR, one thing that did get my, my attention, that they got my attention was talking to Nolan Bushnell. He has a, he has a VR company. Can't remember the name of it at the top of the head, but he has a company that instead of playing VR sitting down, it's actually, you're running around, you're mm-hmm. running around with the, with the, the equipment and everything, man. So they'll go and let's say, well, we're at a football field, right? So they put this equipment all over the, the football field from one end to the other. And you have this thing on, you have maybe like some fake guns or whatever, and you're running around in the virtual world instead of sitting down. Cause when you sit down, you get like kind of dizzy sometimes with mm-hmm. some of these games. But he told me during the interview, he's like, you will not get you will not get dizzy, you will not get nauseous. It feels like you're part of this world. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. They only will do that um, with companies that want to like have like a big event or birthday parties or stuff like that. That's how they've done it. But they ha- they don't have this available to the public. Like, okay, let's sell this to the public. You know, right? So I think that is cool. But I need to see more of of just um, sitting down and playing and, and the graphics. I want that to look even better because so far the games that I played for VR, I've gotten a little bit nauseous. Mm. So it still needs work. It's still early, I think. Yeah. Um, and, and do you think that kind of VR experience outside of games can change the way we tell stories? I think so. I think so. One, one thing that I, I've been talking to my co-host, he's like, man, imagine in the future you sit down Everybody, you know, we have the, these cameras, special cameras for VR, and the audience, our listeners, is also have this uh, the VR headset, putting it on, right, and they watch us doing the interviews or interviewing other people that they feel that they are part of the conversation. I think that that'll be something cool. Maybe we'll get to see in the future. Yeah, I would love to see that. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's incredible what we're doing with VR. I've I've had a little bit of experience with it with um the Honor Flight program and being like feeling like I'm in Washington D.C. when I'm just sitting in my house in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Um, yeah, that's pretty yeah. awesome. Or I, I played yeah. a game. Um, I was up in Boston and I played a game, a, a zombie hunting game that okay. we walked around a uh, a warehouse. Just like oh, were, see like that's see that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Something like that. I think that that's cool. Yeah. But, I, but see, that's you feel like you're part of the experience, right? But yeah, I feel like just sitting down is not enough, man. Mm-hmm. But walking and interacting with things, oh man, that that's awesome. Yeah, I would yeah, like to see more of that. Yeah, I mean, I, I can imagine a, a story, a storytelling world. You know, where I mean, the movies, right? Instead of just going to the movie and sitting there, what if you're in the movie and you're walking around and you're exploring things? I mean, just like. I don't know. It's incredible. I mean, the future yeah. of storytelling and, and gaming and everything is just, it's wide open. So I would like to see that too, for like documentaries too. That would be cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Um, all right. So let's, uh, so back to storytelling. I've got, I've got one last question for you, Danny. I, I appreciate your time today. Um, no problem. If, if you could only tell one last story and then you were done being a, a storyteller as it were, what would that story be? What would it look like? Um, my grandmother, I talked about, I talk a lot about this. My grandmother changed my life back in the days when I was a kid. She was the one that bought me an Atari 2600. She's not a gamer at all. She doesn't know anything about the video games, right? But she bought something not knowing that that was going to change my life. And by her buying me my first video game console, the Atari 2600, there would have been no me meeting Bill Gates or me doing Gamer Tag Radio, 
or getting inducted to the Hall of Fame, attending all these events, going to E3, going to the studio. All this goes back because of what my grandmother did. She decided to buy that console for me. And, you know, thanks to her, man, she she was the one that changed my life, man, because of just that. You know, so that's why I always say, man, you never know the people that you're going to change, the, the stuff that you put up, like, as a content creator. You never know. You know, you never know who's listening to the show. We get emails all the time from people that they're stressed out. They probably going through some rough time in their life and they listen to our podcast and they feel like they're part of the conversation. They feel like they're, they're, they're hanging out with us. Yeah. So that, I think, I think that's important, man. That's super important to me. Um, Just my family and, and, and the people that we've changed throughout, throughout the years, man, with like their lives throughout the years. Changing lives one life at a time, time, right? Yep. That's yep. cool. That's cool yeah. about your grandma, man. That's that's uh that's it's cool to keep her legacy going, you know, and, yep. and yeah, that's awesome. Beautiful. Well thanks, Danny. Yeah. Appreciate your time, man. Where can people uh where's the best place to find you and gamertag and everything else? Yeah, go to gamertagradio.com and you can find us everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Twin Radio, other podcast directories, just look us up, gamertagradio.com. You can go there too. Uh, Facebook, Gamertag Radio, and Twitter, Gamertag Radio. Pretty easy to find you. Awesome, man. Super easy. Thanks for your time today, Danny. Appreciate it. No problem. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you so much to our guest, Danny Pena, for joining us today. Uh, be sure to check out that documentary he mentioned. Uh, it is amazing. And, and visit him online as well, GamertagRadio.com. Uh, subscribe to the Gamertag podcast if you love the gaming community. I think it's awesome. And, and such a cool storyteller. I love the story about his grandma. Just, uh, man, a lot of fun. Legend right there. So thanks, Danny, for being on the show. I appreciate it very much, man. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it all over the place. Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. Uh, tell people about it. Pass out flyers, like he said, when it comes to this kind of stuff. So um, sharing with other people uh, certainly helps us uh, reach more storytellers and hopefully help the world out there at large. So thank you very much for that. And also, if you enjoyed it, uh, consider leaving us a review, would you? Uh, you can leave reviews, of course, on Facebook. Uh, you can you know, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, leave one on Apple Podcasts, wherever you... Uh, uh, listen to your podcast. In fact, here's one from Apple Podcast, uh, Rosie 81200. So Rosie, thanks Rosie. Uh, you have a terrific podcast. Host Dan Moyle is engaging and I love everything about this podcast. Looking forward to future episodes. So thank you Rosie for that review. Do appreciate it very much. Until next time, here's to telling our stories and having stories to tell. Cheers. Cheers.